Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your key races and bets for Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. As always, the Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the Key Races and Bets blog, which is the written version, brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Amwager.com is a great legal online wagering website. It's got great tools. It's got great perks. It's legal for residents of most states in the U.S. and covers most tracks in North America, as well as many around the world. Check it out, Amwager.com. And when you're there, click on How to Bet and LSR's blog if you want the written version of this, Key Races and Bets. For Saturday, July 23rd, we're going to start with the Molly Pitcher Stakes Race 10 at Monmouth, 438 Eastern. We're starting a great three-race sequence here, ending with the Haskell Stakes, where you'll see, see or listen soon to the fact that I am against both likely top betting choices. We start the sequence with a good pair of horses likely to go to post at higher odds. I should be in leader of the band and Beth Dream with Army Wife, the other win contender. Leader of the band just ran the best race of her career when gamely winning by a head in the ladies' secret stakes at Monmouth at the same distance as this race. It may have been the sloppy track which helped her, but I don't think so as she won by 10 lengths two races before that on a fast track. And she won the Monmouth Oaks last year at this distance. Frankie Pennington, who's been up for three of her last four wins, gets back on, and the 47 and 8 tenths half mile work since the race is telling, telling us she's holding form. The rail helps her to save ground no matter who leads early, and the 110 Echo Base speed figure last out is not only the best last race figure in the field, but better than the 104 that Army Wife earned, which is also a career best for Army Wife, when winning the Lady Jacqueline Stakes last month. Best Dream led from the half-mile mark to right on the wire in that race when Leader the Band got her nose down. Best Dream is a lightly raced four-year-old who has won three of four going back to December three of her last four when she changed trainers with those three wins coming with an average of 10 lengths. She earned a 106 figure one before the 109 Lady's Secret and Paco Lopez rides back if getting nowhere last out. She has no knocks. Army Wife won the Black-Eyed Susan in Iowa Oaks last year, then lost four in a row, including her 2022 debut, but that win, that loss, came off a seven-month layoff. Second off the layoff was a big effort when she won Lady Jacqueline, and there's certainly no knock with Rosario taking over as Gaffleyones in Saratoga. We can expect another big effort. In the Molly Pitcher, Race 10, Mammoth Post 438, Saturday, July 23rd, win bets, fair odds, leader of the band, Beth Stream, 2-1. to one. I'll consider both, depending on the odds here, and if both go to post at higher than 2-1 to one, when baking bets on multiple horses to win, the best way to capitalize and maximize the profit is to dutch the bet, which means to prorate it based on the odds. Amwager.com has a free and easy-to-use dutching tool available where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and the math is done for you. And this is just one of many great tools and perks available at Amwager.com. For the exact, I want a box. Leader of the band, Army Wife, and Best Dream. And they're all play doubles and pick threes, and I like these quite a lot. Double number one in race 10, Leader of the band, Army Wife, Beth's Dream. In race 11, Adamo, Temple, Tribuvan, Kentucky Ghost, and Gufo. That's Adamo, Temple, Tribuvan, Kentucky Ghost, and Gufo. The second ticket is Leader of the band, Army Wife, and Best Dream in race 10. And in race 11, just Tribuvan, Kentucky Ghost, and Gufo. And similarly, we should play a pick three here, and I really like this ticket too. Race 10, Leader of the Band, Army Wife, and Beth Dream. 
Race 11, Adamo, Temple, Tribravan, Kentucky Ghost, and Gufo. And race 12, Cyberknife, Howling, and White Abario. Moving on to race 11, the second race in this great sequence. This is the United Nations Stakes, post 5.09 p.m. Eastern at Monmouth on July 23rd. Tripravan, who won this race last year as the 8-5 to favorite off a runner-up effort in the Manhattan Stakes a month earlier, enters this year's edition off a win in the Manhattan when he controlled the pace from start to finish. There is a possibility Epic Bromax, who seems to be overmatched otherwise, and Carpenter's Call, also possibly overmatched, may use their early speed and try and take the advantage away from Tripravan, but that's not enough to toss Tripravan as a contender, but he's not the top pick. He's certainly a contender as you heard when I gave out the doubles and pick threes, starting in race 10. The top contender is going to be Kentucky Ghost. He's very intriguing. He's banked $350,000, winning four of 16 on grass, finishing second and six others, three by inches. He's bred to run this far, mile and three-eighths, although the farthest he's run so far is a mile and three-sixteenths. And he missed in two stakes tries last summer. Those efforts are good enough for a big piece if repeated, but more importantly... He ran over the Mammoth Turks for the first time last time out, May 28th, rallied from the last of nine to win. I think they were setting him up to see how he liked it in thinking about putting him in this race. It's significant that Florent Giroux takes over, and the 116 figure, as well as his late pace figures, are the best among any of these in terms of their recent races. Put in perspective, his 110, 109, and 116 best three figures in the last year stack up with the best figures Turvans put up in the last 12 months, including winning this race last year. Considering Kentucky Ghost is going to go to post at much higher odds, he's the horse we must look to first when considering our wagers in this race. Gufo was 2-1 to one favorite in the Manhattan, rallied from 8th to 3rd into a horribly slow pace because Tripper Van set a slow pace. Because there's enough value in the sequence, before that, he was second in the Man of War, and he won the similar Pan American Stakes in April off a five-month layoff. Rosario is his regular rider and aboard again today. Last summer in the Sword Dancer, Gufo earned a career-best 116 figure with other ranges from 104 to 107, so he does have potential to be there to wire with the other two contenders with his best effort. You note I am using Adamo and Temple in the doubles and pick threes mentioned earlier. That's because there's enough value in the sequence, particularly since I'm not using the favorites in the Haskell. Adama was blocked for a significant portion of the stretch in the Manhattan, although he had no shot to catch Tripavan. He strode out nicely when clear to get second and could have an impact here with a better trip. Tampa won the nearly identical Mac Diarmida stakes in March with the Ortiz up as today. He's only run one bad race among four since Maker claimed him for $80,000 in November. And since he's been first or second in 15 and 34 turf races, can't be ignored. In the United Nations stakes, race 11 Monmouth post 509, July 23rd. Kentucky Ghost is a win bet at 5-2. For the record, minimum odds on Tribuvan are 5-2 and Gufo 3-1, but I don't think either is going to meet those thresholds. For the exactness, I want to play Kentucky Ghost, Tribuvan, and Gufo over Kentucky Ghost, Tribuvan, Gufo, Adamo, and Temple. And optionally, you could play the reverse that exact probably for half the amount in case Adamo and Temple win. And in that case, if any two of Kentucky, Ghost, Tribavan, or Gufo come in first and second, you win the bet twice. Doubles? Play some doubles here, but not necessary if we're live in the pick three started in race 10. In race 11, Adamo, Temple, Tribavan, Kentucky, Ghost, Gufo. In race 12, Cyberknife, Howling Time, Wadabario. And then a second ticket, 
using just Tribavine, Kentucky Ghost, and Gufo in race 11, with Cybernize, Howling Time, and Whitebarrow in race 12. Moving on to the big feature on Saturday, July 23rd at Monmouth on this Key Races and Bets podcast. This is the Haskell Stakes, post 545 Eastern for race 12. Looking back at the Matt Wynn Stakes on June 12th, Howling Time led from the start on sensible fractions, was engaged by Cyberknife with a quarter mile to run. From that point to the wire, they were involved in a pitch battle with Cyberknife revealing by a nose on the wire. Both Colts ran the best races of their career to earn 104 Echo Bay Speed Figure, which compares favorably with 106 White Abario earned when second in the Ohio Derby recently. Jack Christopher earned the highest figure, 108, when winning the Woody Stevens in June, but for reasons I'll mention later, maybe hard-pressed to repeat the effort. Howling Time is on a four-race pattern of improving figures, 56, 77, 91, 104, and the third-place finisher in the Matt Wynn Rattle and Roll flattered both Howling Time and Cyberknife when winning the American Derby July 2nd and improving by six points, which suggests Howling Time and Cyberknife could run fast enough to earn 110 figures here. Considering Howling Time opens at the slightly higher odds of 10 to 1 compared to Cyberknife at 6 to 1, I'll give slight preference to Howling Time as the better bet in this year's Haskell, but... As you'll hear in a second, Cyberknife is certainly playable too. Cyberknife came on to the three-year-old scene in a big way in February, winning at the slightly shorter mile on a 16th trip, but earned a great, graded stakes for that time of year, 100 Echo Bay Speed figure. Showing that to be new fluke, he won the Arkansas Derby next out with a slightly lower figure, but could have run faster as he coasted off to a two-and-three-quarter length win. Following a non-competitive 18th in the Kentucky Derby, he resurfaced five weeks later and was exceptionally game when beating Howling Time by a nose, as I mentioned, in the Matt win, earning a career-best 104 figure in the process. Getting the ground, saving rail for the Haskell, regular jockey Florent Giroux will have the ability to put Cyberknife on the lead from the start, or if Howling Time or another horse wants a lead, he can sit, as happened in the Matt win, Giroux can stalk in second as he did that day, setting up probably a nice battle down to the wire. Wide Barrio actually ran a bit faster in his most recent race than the top two, earning a 106 figure when second beat in the length in the Ohio Derby. Whereas the Matt win was a mile and a 16th, the Ohio Derby was the same distance as the Haskell, nine furlongs. White Abario won at the distance as well in the Florida Derby this spring. Like Cyberknife, White Abario has exceptional tactical speed, having won one fifth in the Florida Derby and went second early in the Holy Bull. As such, White Abario is a strong contender in this race as well. And his starting odds of 5-1 to one appear high enough Compared to his probability to win, he could be considered a bet as well. Now about the favorites. Why I didn't use Jack Christopher and Taba in the doubles. The pick three is exact as in a minute and everything else. Although Jack Christopher and Taba have run fast enough to win, having earned 108 and 102 figures respectively, I don't think either can beat any of the three horses I just mentioned. Howling Time, Cyberknife, Wide Barrio, if they run as expected. Jack Christopher was 2 for 2 last year. It's the same record this year. Improving to a career-best 108 with a 10-length win of the Woody Stevens last June. However, all four of his wins have been around one turn. He's never run two turns. He's giving up experience. Additionally, he just isn't bred to run well at this distance as he has shorter trips. According to a Racelands query, Munnings' sires had 11 different horses run 25 races in stakes at all levels at nine furlongs. And none have won. One of those is Bonnie South, who ran earlier in the day in the Molly Pitcher Stakes. Bonnie South earned a million, has earned a million bucks, winning her placing 11 of 16, but she's 0 for 5 at the distance, even though she's run second four times. Jack Christopher's Dam only ran once in a two-turn race, finishing 12th. The rest of the race were sprints. 
And I think there's a good reason to take a stand against Jack Christopher in this race. As for Taba, I didn't like his chances in the Derby in spite of his big win in the San Diego Derby owing to his lack of experience. He had run just two times previous to the Derby, winning in a four-horse field his debut and a six-horse field in the San Diego Derby. Although, 102, although the 102 figure in those two efforts would have been competitive in the Derby for Pete, it was unlikely. I felt it was unlikely. He could repeat those races against 19 other horses, particularly with many having more experience. Now he has an additional problem, having been off for more time than any other horse in the field. There's no guarantee Tebbe can run back to his best effort anyway, particularly off the layoff and against much more seasoned competition that have run more recently. And there are four horses in the race that have run faster than he has too. In the Haskell, race 12, Monmouth, post 545 Eastern. I'm looking at Cyberknife, Howling Time, Wada Barrio. Three to one or more is my threshold. Particularly since the starting odds on Jack Christopher and Tiber are 3 to 2 and 7 to 5, it's very more likely all three of these horses could be above 3 to 1. In that case, I will bet the two at the highest odds. And this is another race in that case where a dutching tool like the free one land wager comes in very handy because the odds difference between the horses, it will do the math for you and help maximize the profit. We'll do an exacto box of Cyberknife, Howling Time, and Wider Barrio in the Haskell. Again, to get the written version of this, go to Amwager.com. Totally free. Click on How to Bet Nello Stars blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, check it out. It's legal in most states. It covers most tracks in North America. It's a totally legal online wagering site for horse racing. Thanks so much for listening to this race, this week's key races and bets. We'll talk to you next week.